0: Welcome to this week's Smallest Gas Podcast. This podcast is designed for small government contractors, service providers, and manufacturers as part of the government contractor ecosystem. This week we have DK. Welcome, DK.
1: Nate, <laughs> just you finally have that memorized now, and you like look around as you're saying it. It's just funny. Why is that funny? I don't know. I, don't I thought know.
0: you were going to say it's funny because I have my sexy voice back. Oh God. It's like the Friends episode, Phoebe <laughs> and her. That is my sexy voice.
1: <laughs> so wake up, Nate. Nate, wake up. It's yep. okay. Lots of people looking for sexy voices listen to government yes.
2: podcasts. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, I'm going to need to hire a bodyguard next. Look at Michelle's face. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what did I get into? Yeah.
3: <laughs> they came <laughs> prepared to scripts. So that was funny <laughs> as hell. <laughs> they know we're nerds. <laughs>
0: okay. So, Dennis, uh, this week we have some friends with us. We do. We uh, actually interviewed these folks. I think two, um, two years ago. Now. Two or three years. Maybe our first year. I don't remember. I don't but, know. But um, we got two of the three managing partners of GovIRG here. We got Michelle Martinez.
3: Hello, glad to be back.
0: And we've got Kevin Hoskins. Yes,
2: thank you. It's nice to be here.
0: Kevin, you don't live here anymore, right? I don't. I don't live here,
2: but I do have my Broncos coat on. I saw that. Go Broncos. Go Broncos. His
3: heart is always here, though.
2: That's true.
1: We don't have a team out there, so they're still mostly probably Broncos fans, aren't they?
2: They are. They are. There's a lot of Broncos fans.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's in in Utah. Yeah. Uh Utah.
2: Because okay. of my grandkids. He's a
1: U- nice. He's yeah. a Utah. Where in Utah? Uh,
2: Utah Valley, right there by Provo.
0: You could have sold Salt Lake. South of Salt Lake. South of Salt Lake. South. South. Of Salt. Yeah. Okay. South. I, I once attended a event at a college north of Salt Lake City. That's Utah State. You said you yeah. Utah State. It's up in the middle of <laughs> yep. the mountains. Yeah. yeah. Probably Logan. the most beautiful college no. campus I've ever been to.
2: Yeah. That's it. Yeah. it's yeah. pretty. Yeah, that Logan, was amazing. slogan Utah. Yeah,
1: that's where they have the small SAT conference. We'll put a plug in for that while we're Ooh, here. Let's go cool yeah. the small SAT conference every year. Okay, yeah. it's in the spring. right, right up right.
2: by our new office in in uh, Ogden. There,
1: you nice. guys have a new office. We, we, do. Do. we do. We do. We
2: do by Hill Air Force Base.
1: Oh, I didn't know you guys had offices. We,
2: can, we do. We we have an office here too. We don't use it too it's much. Well, it's everybody over across
1: the way that Michelle's never at. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. I
3: slink <laughs> in and out. You know that, DK. She's <laughs> in
1: your third office. Yes. 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 Up by the beach.
0: I spent a yeah. few weeks over there. I never saw you once. Really? She's at the beach. I, no. I mean, yeah,
1: because Colorado has lots of beaches. We need to have offsite I'm, with Michelle more often. Okay.
2: We go ever. We go wherever the Catalyst campus is. So. Oh really? Mm-hmm. So that, are you tied it, to them? I didn't it's know that. It's up there. It, it, we sort of. We're, more tied to the universe. You help them? More, university more, yeah. So let's university. talk about
1: GovIRG. Yeah. Well, first of all, yes. what is, <clears throat> is IRG an acronym for something? I just realized that yeah. so I don't
2: know. Yeah, Internal Resource Group.
1: Oh, I didn't know that.
2: Yeah, it was kind of created by a, a uh, it's a long story, we don't want to hear that. A consortium of yeah.
3: Great, yeah. great minds. Yes. There you go. Yeah, you
2: can. Three
0: minds,
1: right? So what, so we wanted to have you guys on because it's been a few years and we've Kind of, as as Michelle noted, you know, in our discussion prior to the podcast, we've all known each other now for years, just different companies and doing different things. Yeah, w- where I know where GovIRG plays, but can you explain one of you, Kevin or Michelle, what the focus of GovIRG is? What what's your and what's your customer group? Because I think that's step one.
2: Yeah, Michelle's going to explain that.
3: Yeah, here I go. For so, dad, for dad. <laughs> We are uh, we are compliance experts. We help small, medium, uh, size government contractors to be compliant in working with the federal government. We also uh, provide back office services. So, uh, really, we're a GNA proposition. I'll let Kevin talk about that next. But um, we do help our clients with accounting, finance, uh, proposal support, HR, and what else? What else, Kevin? Well, that's about
1: it. That's yeah. about it?
3: Yeah. yeah. So,
1: so the back end, right? The, 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 mm-hmm. We talked about this before. So not the recruiting piece, but the financial side of house and HR, making sure you have all your policy uh, letters and all that in place to be government compliant. I wouldn't have used that term, a compliance organization. But that is mm-hmm. what it is, isn't it? Well, right.
2: It's kind of half. You know, <laughs> that's the boring part of the job. We have to be compliant, but once you're compliant, you might as well use it as guidance because that's the reason the government's doing that. They just want you to follow cost accounting standards. Yeah. So once you're doing it, you might as well use
1: it. And you help companies, particularly smaller ones. I know that's kind of more, you said small to medium, not the big boys so much. You you mostly want to work with the smaller guys. And you're also there to kind of give them guidance and recommendations with regards to software, hardware, management, Etc. Yeah,
3: Yeah. That, that's really our, well, that's where our passion falls in. So like Kevin was alluding to, we, we know the government requires us to do things, requires us to have certain accounting systems, certain, uh, the federal acquisition regulation, we all know about that, uh, requires, requires us to do certain things. And so we like to take that and say, how can we use Uh, what we're doing is a baseline and a requirement for the government to help us make management decisions to help the business uh, strategy from a financial perspective.
2: Yeah, because that's really what we are is we're a bunch of CFOs, you know, um, passionate about helping small business grow. Do you guys,
0: like, help DCSA approve accounting systems or do you guys get them ready for that or how does that work?
2: Yeah, so DCAA...
0: DCAA, okay. Yeah, accounting systems. We, up.
3: Yeah.
2: If they if they have DCA requirements, we help them put it together. But if they don't, they still want to follow cost accounting standards, and that we help them with that. But there's only <laughs> certain
0: products, right, that you can use, right? There,
2: well, you can't you use
0: can, Excel to be and become be considered a oh, DCSA.
2: Actually, here we go. Actually, you can. Wow. You can use any system really? to be DCA but You just have to follow the procedures and and. And that, but but there's there's sometimes it's unrealistic because it's not efficient and effective. They're not
1: built for that. Versus yeah. our products where, that are yeah, built yeah. to yeah. be compliant. Yeah.
2: Costpoint,
0: Uninet, stuff
2: like that.
3: Costpoint, and and
2: Okay. Correct.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah, those are the big the biggies. Yeah. And really, what they do is you say, can you use an Excel spreadsheet? You possibly can, or you definitely can. But is that going to take you a lot more time?
0: Should you? Yeah, right? and just because you can doesn't mean you should. Yeah, yeah, there's
3: no ROI. You know, maybe there's no ROI there. So how can you how can you do things efficiently?
0: But at the same time, like you said, you don't really go with the big boys. But at the same time, I don't know a single small company that can afford cost point, right? I mean, that's you're getting up there in the prices that mm. most small businesses I've seen can't afford.
2: Yeah, well, actually, the world's changing there. Really? Yeah, they're they've significantly changed their model or a model to compete and so so jamis and unit and Costpoint go at it
1: there was a big push a couple years ago for small businesses and so a lot of them dropped costing and all and or came up with a package for small businesses
0: well that's interesting because i like i said when coming up through my career it was always the small businesses were what's the other one that like home businesses use um (laughs) QuickBooks, QuickBooks. People start with QuickBooks, then go to Uninet, and then once you had five thousand people, then they go to like CostPoint or something like that. Or
2: yeah, now Hmm. now Uninet can take you all the way. It's it's huge, but um, and now you know with with uh, QuickBooks pushing everybody to the web, people out there don't know that it's about close to the same price Mm. to to go with a Uninet as it is to go with QuickBooks. What it's, if it's what if totally a changed. Contractor needed
0: EVMS though.
2: So EVMS would be you're talking about earned value earned man- value management. management right. So there's an earned value management specific project product for that. So the so that specific product would tie to any of those you'd use it in any of those systems. You could use it with QuickBooks, you could use it with Unet. you can use it with Costpoint. Um, so it's, it's a plug-in that you'd have to it's get. A, it's a plug-in. And, okay. you know, right now I think Unit's plug
1: pretty darn, pretty darn good. So Kevin was nice enough to send us the the gauge report, which is – it's pronounced gauge, right? Yeah. Gauge or gauge. It looks like gauge, Godge, but it's gauge. Yeah. Um, which is very interesting. I looked at it last night and a little bit again just before we walked in here. Um, they talk about EVMS and, like <laughs> – it's at the bottom of everybody's <laughs> like, we don't care, we don't wanna know. Well, and we're just yeah. <laughs> so, having used it, right,
0: nobody likes to use it. No. Um, no. And it costs the government exorbitant amounts of money to oh, do. I'd like to, yeah. However, I will admit, after you have finished a program having used EVMS, you, there is no better data after that, though. I mean, it, as long as you use it well, it, yeah. you can guarantee the next project, if it's identical or close to, you're gonna have good, good numbers on it. So
2: yeah yeah so they have that but you know um and the reason uninet i don't know if they're getting so big is because they have a kind of earned value management light inside built inside the system Mm -hmm. kind of what everybody's always wanted for small business and and so you can get a long way (laughs) a long way using earned value light Uh, You know, if you don't have those earned value requirements.
0: Yeah, if you don't have them. If you do have them, then it becomes... There's other companies out there, I think, that provide... Yeah, then you have to have...
2: You're, you're not talking about, you're not, at that point, you're not talking about Dell Tech or Jameis or Unet. You're talking about a third party, the third party. EVM
0: 4 project or something yeah. like that, yeah. Something,
1: something yeah. Poke, poke your pen in your eye, yeah. project one. Yeah. So, yeah. so back to what you guys do. So yeah. back to the gauge report too. I noticed that the significant project management challenges are resource management, inexperienced project managers, and forecasting. And while you guys might not bring in the, experienced project managers you guys are coaches so from a personal experience right now we're using for my corporate day job we are using uh, gov irg to support our business it's a small very small startup government contractor and while you're not necessarily bringing project managers to the table you are working with our project management team to help us make sure that we are compliant and that yep. we can navigate the different pieces of the puzzle if you will
3: Yes, absolutely. And and that's the uh, CAM. So, you know, you have a cost account manager yeah. piece. We do help a lot with that.
2: Just because we have that that background. You know, right. we've had to, you know, I, I'm from aerospace, and, and you work with project managers, and you have fixed-price contracts, and you have, you 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 need to, you know, you need to track those projects. Yeah. Nate, did and
1: you have to beep that out? You went like, you went... Yeah, you said aerospace he got you scared. He jerked and beep, uh, we'll I love be- aerospace. We'll some of my best friends work for aerospace. <laughs>
0: <laughs> aerospace is wonderful to work with. Same as MITRE. Same as every FFRDC. Love them.
2: I was speaking the industry in general.
0: Yes, the industry in general.
1: No, yes, no. Industry in general I know. But I, I just saw him. Did you see him, Michelle? Yeah, I saw him. I think yeah. it was the EVM.
3: I no, think it was residual. It was actually
0: the EVM. I, I didn't realize you guys provide cam services as well. We do. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, And that's kind of how we're, that. that's
1: kind of how we're, they're coaching us as, as we're moving along here now. Is you guys have your work piece. cut out for you. And then forecasting, yeah. the other yeah. piece here, the third factor is forecasting, right? So using the tools that they've recommended, that's how we're building the forecast, being able to do that, to look out, um, to help from the business decision side of the house. Um, okay. So they're helping us with that too. Um, so, yeah, so I'm putting a big plug in for these so, guys. That's why we wanted them on. So, yeah,
0: so for, for customers that want to get started <clears throat> with you guys, because you guys do offer all the different back-end services, cost account managing as well, uh, what is the process?
2: Yeah, so if they're really small um, and they're just thinking about, you know, they're winning an SBIR or a small project, they need to just come talk to us. Uh, some of them are scared of us because we do charge money, but, but we're actually not going to... We want them to succeed, and that's how we've built a lot of our clients. Is just help them until they win their first contract, and then, then they have to pay us. But, but yes. um, nothing's so, free in the world. Nothing's free in the world, and uh, so we've really helped a lot of people in, in, here in the campus too. Just, just, just. We want them to succeed because if they succeed, we succeed. So, so,
1: are you guys part of the Catalyst Campus team, if you will, out here? So, so I've been talking to them a lot about one of the things I think they're missing. From and I haven't been through the program. We're actually going to be a Sherpa here in the next uh, group going through. Next cohort. Yeah, next cohort. Um, you know, the financial side. I know they kind of talk about it, but did they bring you guys in to talk about what you kind of need for a back end? And then the other piece was in, uh, investors like, how do you get, you know, talk to investors? So we just met with the Colorado Aerospace Venture Group up in Denver. A couple of yeah. weeks ago they they had an event so we went to that and i was like are you guys talking to catalyst and it just so happened that kamar here from the catalyst campus yeah, cool. was there yeah. Yeah. and so they started a dialogue they're gonna start being engaged so do you guys participate in this so we we have a
2: an office here and kamar knows what we do yeah <clears throat> we've been friends with her forever yeah and she introduced me to everybody up in in uh um ogden to another catalyst yes. campus and and so I wouldn't say we work directly, we don't come in their meetings, but when it's time for financial help, she pulls us in and helps, uh, you know. we Connects you. Connects yeah. us with people who who, who need our, our services. Yeah. And, and, we, and we help them.
3: Our other partner, uh, Chuck, he sometimes does some uh, training with some of the Catalyst members.
0: I, okay. I think that's the first time I met you, Catalyst. Yeah, on, I've been doing, doing like a lot. You were doing... Um, I, matter of fact I want to take that class again if you ever have it let me know yeah. Um, the one about oh we talked about that didn't we yeah how to do what is you, um, tri- uh, not triple net sorry I've got space on in mind right now um, how to do ha- the, how to set up your, your back end your profit your your overhead oh, yeah, all, your, all, the, all so the burden yeah all yeah. the fully burden rates yeah and, so
2: our master budget philosophy and exactly. structure here's how we because I don't make think money. I
0: know I've met a single business owner or small business that has a clue what they're doing when it comes to that, especially yeah. on the
2: government side, because it's different. Yeah. That's what we were doing before the podcast. We were actually meeting right with Dennis and talking about that because yep. you, you want to be able to understand what your rap rates going to be and how to justify your overhead and your G&A and your fringe. And that's the biggest mistake small companies make is they bid on something and then they win it and they don't know what they bid on. And they say, I have a multiplier of, One point two. Oh, you're gonna pay everybody's taxes. That's about all you're gonna be able to do. Oh no, no. Yes, yes. Yeah. You know. So, and and they don't they don't understand that that how they bid it based on the is how they have to track it. So if they don't bid it correctly, how do they track it? So.
0: I I think I think some companies get in trouble too when you try to do. You have one approved system. But yet now how do I how do I do commercial while doing DOD? How do you separate that out? Ah, yeah. yeah. That's, ah,
1: that's what we were talking about.
3: That's yeah. super fun. <laughs> super yeah. fun. Yeah.
2: And depending upon your goals there, I, I personally love the combination of 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 commercial with government. Yeah. Because you just follow the process and it's better. It's better. And then you just watch the commercial from the government to make sure that one's not subsidizing the other one too much, but
0: I worked with yep. a company that, that did mostly everything DOD and we had presented to them, hey, we want to now sell whatever we're doing, our, our process, to commercial. And the their lawyers were like, oh, no, we can't do that. Everything's set up DOD. Our, our, account, our costing system is set up that way. We can't mix and match. And I was like, there's got to be a way. Yeah. There's well, stuff, that's what there's the government
2: wants to, you to do. They want you to get to the commercial side. They do make, the government does tend to make it a little harder the other way. If you're, uh, you know, commercial and you go to government, it's sometimes a little harder. but Well, it's bureaucratic. It's bureaucratic. Yeah. Yeah, it's bureaucratic, but it's doable. And yeah. and that's what they want you to do. They want to help you succeed so that there's a commercial product that they can buy,
1: too. Well, yeah. well back to this report real quick. It, it does talk about what are your big audit challenges, rates, timekeeping, business system, billing, yeah. right? Exactly.
3: Yeah. Well, and you know, just for, for the listeners and also for you, Nate, we do, uh, I teach classes at the Apex Accelerator, formerly oh, the PTAC. Yeah, we do have a series, so shout out to the Toms and everybody over there. You know, he's
1: on the board of P PTAC. He's fired.
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> I know she's there. Matter of fact, they. Yeah. one of my other board members just called me. I'm trying to gotta call her back yet. But, but
1: do you know what she does there when she comes over, to she just said. I know, but did you know that? Because you were saying you wanted Kevin to come back and teach a class. She's already doing it.
3: He has a calendar memorized. Yeah, No, it he doesn't. It just fell back.
0: Okay, with that, we're going to go to a quick break.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> business owners, looking for out-of-the-box solutions? Five Star Bank's Business Solutions Group is here to help you with all your financing needs. When you need a creative, innovative approach that goes beyond traditional solutions, think of Five Star Bank. We care about the growth of our local business community. With offices in Colorado Springs, Denver, and Trinidad, Five Star Bank is easy to find. Visit fivestar.bank to connect with us today. That's the number five, Bank. Equal Housing Lender Member FDIC.
0: Welcome back to this week's small, small cast Podcast. Uh, this week, we got DK with us. Welcome back, DK. Thanks, and we've got yep. GovIRG.
2: Welcome back, guys. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Yeah. So, if anybody wants a copy of this report, we can probably post it on that. Can we post that out?
2: Is I it, think it can. It's, did you pay it's, for, it's, for it? It's, it's <laughs> Uninet. You can go. You, you can go to Uninet.com and just download it yourself.
1: Well, you already sent it to me, so I was gonna. I, po- I sent it. To we you can, can post it with the. Podcast. We can because yeah, once public. you sign
2: up on Uninet's website for that,
1: yeah.
0: they don't stop emailing you. Okay. Like I get that report like every single oh, time. Yeah. It's very oh, okay. good.
1: It's very good. You know, like yeah. what keeps you up at night? The biggest thing is resource recruiting and retention, competition on contracts, overall economy. Most of the stuff is kind of like, eh. but I found interesting resource recruiting and retention. That 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 was yeah. interesting. Um, and I know you guys don't do that. We again we talked a little bit beforehand. You guys don't do staffing. You do the HR side of the house to make sure everybody's got letters and policies and processes yeah. in place to do HR, um, not the recruiting side of the house, right? Although yeah. you can hook us up with recruiting. Mm-hmm. Definitely jobs. hook you up, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: One, one thing we've been doing a lot of lately is um, working with our colleagues at the government in the DCAA and the DCMA agencies, mm. um, and that's something listed in the report as well. So uh, we're seeing a, a surge of audits, and um, pre-award surveys, uh, pre-award assist audits. So a lot of our clients are needing help with that.
1: Are they really? What's an assist? Yeah. Audit, just to make sure that you're compliant.
3: Yeah. So oh, an assist audit is uh, when you're submitting an, a proposal to a prime, and the prime. Uh, doesn't have access to all of your proprietary data, mm-hmm. so maybe you don't disclose to the prime your indirect rates. So at that point in time, the prime will request that the government assist uh, with with that award and that no- negotiation. Of so rate.
1: they'll just come in and make sure that you're doing all the right things, and right?
3: Yeah, your your rates are fair huh. and reasonable and um, built upon uh, foundations that the government would approve of.
1: So uh, when you say when later. you when you say it's increasing like like a lot over in the recent years or a couple of years is it post covid kind of now um, after
2: We're not totally sure what it is but we were talking about it you know they 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 kind of disappeared a little bit in yeah. the last couple of years yeah. several years ago because yeah. they were just behind on all their work and they're trying to make it up and you're they, saying the auditors the auditors and and this is just from our perspective and then all of a sudden they're
1: like they're like back on it they're like So can you explain the
0: difference? there's three entities there right
1: then my DCMA, DCAA, and, and DCSA. DCSA. Well, DCSA is Defense Counterintelligence yeah, so, Security so, Agency. So think that's about
2: clearances. It. Think about two. Yeah, that's clearances. Okay. DCAA and DCMA.
1: DCSA is your clearances. Okay, so
0: DCMA is?
2: Defense De- Contract Management Agency. Okay. That's so, contracts. So that's contracts. So they're the guys that are administering the contracts. And then DCAA, Defense Contract Audit Agency, is, you know, DCMA or the contracts. People say, hey, I need you to go audit these people.
0: Yeah, I remember working for a big, and we had DCAA in bed in the same building. Yeah, they, they, they are. Like we were forced to have an office for them, and they sat with us for oh. years. Well, they yeah. are, It was they like are. a continuing audit nonstop. Yes. Yes.
1: They are kind of embedded now. They're over at uh, Garden of the gut God- They're over at the Garden of the God- Garden over there um <laughs> they're wearing plain clothes yeah. <laughs> they are. They do wear plain clothes
0: no i thought that was very odd though when we had auditors like move in on campus yeah. i'm like yeah wow you know, that kind of you sucks had big, you had yeah. big
1: programs so they're probably in there yeah i don't yeah. know it's, i think it's not to be and that's why you guys are here i'm gonna put another yeah. pitch in for gov irg right because we shouldn't be afraid of the auditors we should almost really come on in You know, tell me what I'm doing wrong, right? Yeah. I have a gov IRG that's hooking us up. You know, we should be compliant. Okay, we're not. Okay, what do we need to do? And is there... So if if they come in and go, hey, we found X. Yeah. What's the kind of ramification of that?
3: Yeah, so it depends on how that looks when they say we found X. So you may... A a contractor may get a corrective action, uh, and then they'll have to answer to that. So a car... Uh, they would have to answer, come up with, "Hey, we're this is how we're going to fix it," and um, you know, this is how it looks. And then the government will come back and say, "Let us check that."
1: Good or not good? Yeah. Right. Right. But is there financial penalties too, or typically yeah. it's just like administrative kind of thing? You yeah.
2: don't, you don't really want to have a car because they really, they really suck up all your time that you should be doing other stuff.
0: You well, know, yeah. You got to remember yeah. though, yeah. And, and I, saw, I got some friends that at work worked there. Um, the problem is, is that their job is to find stuff, right? If they yeah. never find anything, you start wondering, you know, just like IRS auditors. If the if the auditor never finds anything ever from anybody he audits, then maybe he's not doing his job right. Yeah. So.
3: Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. And I mean, and overall, we're all taxpayers, so yep. you know we're all in it together. We want to do the right thing uh, when we're government contractors.
2: But, but do you should, really, to answer your question, you really want to pay attention to a few of those things like unallowable costs, right? Unallowable costs. You know, I, I didn't, I didn't think much about that because of, I haven't really seen DCA really pound on anybody for having unallowable costs until the last couple of years. So it's not to scare people. You don't use, I don't like to use it as a scare tactic, but DCA, um, you know, had a small business that, that had unallowable costs in their pools and they didn't have an unallowable policy, and their profitability was one hundred fifty thousand dollars on the contract, and they got fined one hundred seventy-five thousand oh. dollars. so and this is a small business, so you really have to just kind of be careful. You
1: so once once you get you hit with you. that fine, it then is it kind of like a blemish, kind of going to have them around for a while. Well, do they kind of stay with yeah, you for a bit.
2: They do if you know they just come back and make sure you fixed all your cars. Yeah and everything's, everything's right, and, yeah, they, they, they and watch you. I
0: think it depends on the size of the program, too, right? Yes. Yeah, like yeah. I said, I, I have to, whenever we would get issued a car by an auditor, um, they would actually come down to each individual program manager or lead engineer or whatever and say, okay, give me a write-up on this, tell me what's going on. And and I would say more than 50% of the time, it was, the write-ups that we did were just closed closed it out because it was something that they didn't quite understand or... They weren't looking at the right process or whatever. Um, yeah.
2: And the people they're, they're good to are the people that are trying. The people that they, they, they'll they beat you up as if you're like saying, I shouldn't have to do this. Well, your contract says you have to do this. Well, I don't want to do it. And those are the people they are going to... Buckle up. Yeah, buckle yeah. up because that's going to hurt you. Or
0: Dennis, you and I worked for a company at one time that uh, <laughs> sued the auditors.
1: They won. won, they won. <laughs> Do you really win in the long run because wow. they've been audited
0: every year since? Imagine that. Yeah, wow. imagine that.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's We cool. should have DCAA on sometime. They're here in town. So.
0: Yeah, it would be great. Because I don't know that side, right? They could right? probably hook us oh, up yeah. with have always been
1: just the contractor side. So
2: Yeah, and they're good. Yeah. they're good people. They're just doing their job, and they're reasonable.
1: Yeah, I would guess so.
3: Oh, yeah. So
1: setting them up. So um, – the other piece was, and, and we're kind of going through this now, is is how to figure out, as we mentioned earlier, so keep an eye out for, what do we, it's not PTAC anymore, it's... The Apex, Apex. The Apex. Accelerator. It, but it's still go to PTAC and it comes up on it, the it website. Is,
0: yes, we still mm. are using both.
1: Okay, but. so if you go to the calendar here in Colorado Springs, and I'm sure if you go to the other ones they have similar things, but you can take one of Michelle's courses and talk about... Rates, So I'm looking at this gauge report again, and they talk about, you know, fringe rates continue to be an issue. Um, but but you, you have to be able to figure out your GNA and all these other pieces of your cost. Um, and they all have to be justifiable and um, what's the other term you guys were using? Reasonable. Reasonable, yeah. And so that, that's how you manage that. Um, and these guys will help you do that.
3: Yes, we'd love to.
1: Um, sit down with you, walk through all the pieces, look at the industry norms, what the kind of average rates are, they've got visibility into what other companies are using and doing. And so um, it can help you kind of set those things up. So uh, again, look for Michelle on the PTAC slash, guys, I forgot again. It it's ColoradoPTAC.org. This is one of the things that I have. It's APEX. <laughs> yeah. It's APEX. Short-term but memory shot.
0: Once you log into the Colorado APEX Accelerator website, yeah. you can go to their education and training events, and that's where yeah. you'll find um, when GovIRG is presented. And we haven't really pushed
1: yes. them a lot, but, but that's a great resource for startup companies, small companies, mm-hmm. is PTAC slash APEX. Just get in with them and get plugged into that whole arena. They'll get you on a square footing if you want to become a government contractor. And And then...
0: Sorry, a a quick shameless plug. uh, Um, Starting in January of 2024, yours truly is going to be presenting a how-to network at the Apex Accelerator. So... I am? Both of us will be...
1: (laughs) (laughs) surprised.
0: Yes, we we, we will be presenting, we will be doing training sessions monthly with them on how to um, properly network.
1: Okay. All right. Well, good. We're well, in. That's cool. We'll be there. And then, and then plug yeah. in. And then plug in. So what Nate and I always say, you know, get into the get into the smalls, so you can plug into the network. Yeah. Get into p so you can get kind of figure out all the pieces you need to establish your company within DoD. Get your SAMs number, your all that kind of junk, and then get with companies like GovIRG to get set up on the back end side. And and as we Have been talking offline here is you know get your stuff set up straight the first time that way you don't have to like set your set everything up within your company and then find out oh my god we're totally off track here and you have to redo everything and then that becomes messy it's better to do this all right up front get with the professionals get the good advice and then move out on those pieces so that you don't have to go back once you decide you do want to do government contracting um, or that you are already doing government contracting and then you get audited or you're not set up, so I think well, you know re- leveraging this resource, and and we have them locally. So if you are in Colorado Springs or you're in the the uh, Saint Salt Lake City area, you know, reach out to GovRG. Do you go? You're you virtual yeah. too, right?
2: Yeah, we're oh, yeah. we're virtual, and the other place to to do is the GovCon Alliance. Remember the You know, we're, oh, we're yeah. partners, partners with the Smalls, partners with yes. Apex. Uh, Apex and and it's we're a bunch of um, small business uh, government contracting companies and partners, Uninets in there, um, attorneys,
1: any, anybody who you might need. I uh, forget about for attorneys, government. but for, they can go to uh, you and you'll kind of hook them up with all yeah, those pieces. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, but
2: it's a it's a yeah we're we're growing that now and there's more and more participants, um, so it's need like, lawyers. So it's good. As a government uh,
1: contractor, you need lawyers. Yeah. But you guys do contract reviews and stuff, right? Because yeah, we talked we, about that earlier. Yeah, there's a lot a lot you can get so done you just
2: contracts management. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you guys help with not just the proposal piece of it, but actually looking at NDAs, teaming agreements. Right. Uh, non-disclosure agreements, sorry. Yeah. Teaming agreements, the, the contracts themselves. Yeah. You'll we, look mm-hmm. at them.
2: Yeah, we have one of the best... I mean Stephanie and She's been around for Arrowhead. We combined with several years ago, and she's just her team. Her team's growing in GovRG. That's been a huge success, and it's and just super valuable. Yeah,
3: yeah. Super and valuable. sometimes for smalls, it's it's nice to have someone else negotiate on your behalf, and they do that a lot so they can help uh, negotiate your contract for you, and then oh. uh, you can execute it.
1: Oh, I didn't know you did that too. Mm-hmm. We do. Yeah. So not just the review, but also you guys. You guys uh, actually don't stay away from
0: the the pricing side. You guys correct. Actually help out with it. They yeah. Run. We do the they pricing run to it.
3: Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Most most people stay away from the like Apex. They won't help you build your price right because they they're a government entity. So yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. We no. have people from the government side, from uh, industry, that are contracts managers here at Gouverg.
2: Yeah, er, everything about our company is sort of dry, and, but, but the pricing stuff is exciting, and we love to do it. I don't think and anything
1: you guys is dry, actually. <laughs> it's, <Well, laughs> <Yeah>. uh, having <laughs> been around the block now, if you're not okay. in government contracting, maybe, right? Yeah, right. But having yeah. been around the block, everything you guys do is super critical.
2: It is critical, yeah. so, but, yeah. if, but pricing is super fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And just because and, and we're really a bunch of CFOs.
3: It's all fun. We like to say we can either be your staff or we can train your staff. So, uh, And that's really our value proposition is if you need two hours to review a contract, we can do that. And then you're getting someone with a lot of experience.
0: I'm assuming you guys just do NDAs prior to... Non-disclosures. So. Well, I was gonna ask, yeah.
1: what's the so once we get meet with you guys, what's kind of the so, next so so a lot
2: of a lot of companies mm-hmm. want to do NDAs and engagement letters. So we send them an engagement letter and let them know that it doesn't cost them anything for an engagement letter. What's yeah. an engagement letter? Engagement letter would be um, a contract between our client, you know, confidentiality, okay, and uh, our terms and conditions and our our bill rates and and uh, you know, there's And until they ask us to do something, we uh, we don't charge them anything. Okay. So we have to earn our money every day.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Michelle just gave me. You know what (laughs) an engagement letter is, DK. I don't. I don't. You've seen it.
3: You've seen it. Uh, Well, and so I don't. So you'll notice (laughs) we have
1: one with you. I'm sure. Oh, no, I know you do. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you signed it. (laughs) Well, so part part of the, you know, as we do these podcasts, we can't always see the people. And so we try to make sure that like acronyms was always an issue. Like I just threw out NDA. I know what it means. We all know what it means, but a listener may not always know what those are. And you know, somebody is, I'm always thinking about what is the audience? Most people that listen to the podcast are in the government contracting industry, I would suggest, right? But there are those that are not, or that are thinking about it. Like you know, yeah. I have this great product. We could use it for the government, and they start listening to the podcast. So yeah, Nate and I have they're become called
0: family members. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> Nate, Nate, <laughs> Nate, Nate <laughs> and I have been kind of been, been aware now for some time that you know we throw these terms and acronyms around, and if you're not in the space, it, it is a different language.
0: Surprised how. 25 years, Air Force, my side, 45 years, Army, your side, whatever. How many acronyms we pick up? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, 40, not 45. For, Jeez, it's my sorry. 40th
3: anniversary. you are old.
1: For, I joined the Army but, December 7th, 1983. I actually uh, went that's into awesome. basic training. I was five
0: years old. <laughs> no. Anyway. I know.
1: Many moons ago. Many moons ago. Hey, I just looked
0: on their calendar. Part 103, cost, proposal, and rates. These fine folks are going to be presented at Apex, yeah. February 7th. There you, oh, you go. Trevor, yeah. Can you put that yeah. on the
1: calendar too? We'll send that out. It's already on there, sir. On your, ca- on our, not on it, our. Calendar. It
0: is. If you go to our website, thesmalls.org, you will find two calendars there. One is Apex Calendars. Oh, I didn't and know. And our calendar. I didn't yes. know there was
1: on there. Yeah. So It'll I can stop class. looking it up all the you time. You can stop looking it up all the time. There's <laughs> just a calendar right there. <laughs> <laughs> if
0: it's not working, let me know. But it should be. Uh, good,
1: good, and we're not we're not hosting any events, mm, not time not in this after month. The or, year. Yeah, so we'll get some more word out on that too as well. Okay, so we'll kind of wrap things up a little bit. How do folks, if they want to get a hold of you, where do they go?
2: Yeah, they can uh, they can go to our website, which gov is GovIRG.com.
1: and gov, G-O-V. GovIRG, o v g
2: o v i r g okay dot com. Okay. And uh, they can call the main number, or they can uh, they can f- look on the about page and find us sp- all the partners on there, and they can email us. Okay. And uh, yeah, we'd be happy to talk to them. Okay.
1: And then they are also going to be at the Ptex slash Apex Apex Accelerator. accelerator yep. Next in February, so that's not far away either. That's yep. just part one of three. And then you can also come to the Catalyst campus. You can they also are come here. to the Catalyst campus. We're always here. And if yeah. you can't find them at the Catalyst campus, then you can also always get a hold of the Smalls at the smalls. Yep. Dot org. It's actually Smalls Colorado at the Smalls um, and you can reach out that way, and we'll help yep. you find them as well.
2: And we're we're also participate heavily in that GovCon Alliance. The GovCon and, Alliance, and we do monthly seminars uh, in the the alliance too. So the oh. People, there's there's monthly webinars. I didn't
1: know the GovCon Alliance was still rocking. I thought yeah. it kind of no, slowed down a bit.
2: No, it's uh, it's it's pretty rocking. We're a 501c now. Oh, and uh,
1: we're c six or would you c six? Yeah. What did I say? Six. No, you, you said did. c c six. So you left
0: it up to our imagination. C six. That's what we so are. So you too. can take donate. No, we're a c three.
1: You're right. We're c three. We
0: can't take. Well, sorry. Yeah. Uh, we can take donations. It's just I can't give you a. A tax deferment or whatever it's called.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah, so if people here are in the government consulting, they, they, they might want to consider being a member of the government. Yeah, absolutely. Because they can participate and they can be involved in the webinars, they can have their own webinar, they can work with our partners and the, the other members, and uh, it's. It's been really good for everybody.
1: And is it, it's www.govconalliance.govconalliance.com. Okay, you're mm-hmm. and there you're also on my weekly newsletter in the partners at the bottom. Yeah, your stuff's in yeah. there. So yep. and on the website. Yep. So yeah, please please reach out. We want to help these companies. as yeah. your mission. You know, we're the same way. We want to help small government contractors to thrive. Yes. And we want to help you. There's a billion resources out there to help you be successful. So please reach out and let us help you and get you connected with the right folks. Yeah. And get you moving in the right direction. That's awesome. Yeah.
3: And I would encourage, if you're thinking about starting a small GovCon, there's a lot of room in the space. There's been a lot of mergers and acquisitions. We call them M&A, uh, using our, acron- our um, acronyms. And uh, there's a lot of M&A, and there's a lot of room for smalls. So... Uh, you know, do it. Yeah.
1: Dive in. That was also in the gauge report that smalls makeup was a lot. Do you guys help with M&A? We
3: do. We do. We help. So a lot of our clients are so good and so successful that they end up, uh, people want to buy their company. So we help them help them, uh, you know, get things into the data room, uh, get ready for that. How do they present their financials? That's our area.
2: Yeah, that's been a challenge this last couple of years because everybody's in an M&A mode. And we've lost several clients to M&A and and picked up several. And, you know, like Michelle said, especially if you're like, if you're in a big GovCon and you're tired of it, don't be scared to go do your own thing because that's, you know, there's there's space. Own your own business is easy, they tell me.
0: It's 40 weird. hours a week, you're good. Yeah. Don't expect anything more than that. Wait, we didn't say, yeah, that. Did we, say we, that.
3: We we GovRG did not say that.
1: <laughs> we know. We, we've been approached multiple times, Nate and I both. Why don't you guys start your own company? And we're like, because we don't want to work 90 hours a week anymore. Yeah. I want to work it.
0: less. I'm in my 40s now. Yeah. I don't want to work more.
3: Yeah. More snowboarding, less work.
1: That's right. Well, we watch, you know, we, we've been around now, too, for over five years. Yep. And, you know, we've seen kind of the trend as well. Like, you know, not just this. I don't think it's actually an M&A cycle. It seems to be that has always been the cycle, right? Your, your small business becomes successful or you got something that somebody wants. You get acquired. And then the next guy pops out and he starts doing something else. And it just kind of continues to roll um, as technology evolves and as companies evolve. Um, that seems to be it. My, my biggest thing, I think, is when the companies get bought that they kind of get cut out, squashed. Wow. And then most of those people kind of go...
0: Usually the the upper echelon, you have a year, right? And then you're gone. Yeah. But that's expected, right? I mean, take your money, go sail off in the sunset. That's my goal. saying. (laughs) That's great.
3: (laughs) That's a good goal. That's a good goal. But I mean, for... From the large company perspective, um, you know, large companies have contracts with small business goals. So yeah. a small business gets gobbled up or gets acquired, there's a small business goal gap there. Yeah. So, you know, they need another small business to fill that. Yeah. That's that's an important space.
1: Well, also just like in the um, supply kind of side of the house, you know, support, supply. If you look at like ULA or even Tesla, you know, they've got 192 suppliers, right? And I, I can't remember, I think it was like 250 suppliers to ULA, United Launch Alliance up in Denver.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. That
1: does most of the rocket launches other than SpaceX. Um, they've got a lot of vendors, right? So they're always looking for people to, to join. Yes. CACI, same thing. They have a mm-hmm. whole vendor supply thing. So, yeah. Well,
2: we, we sh- super appreciate the smalls yeah, and everything thanks. you guys stand for. And I think that's why we're here today. And you, you guys... We're doing great. Well, you're really yeah. here
1: today because we needed you for something else. But that's okay. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> no, we, you guys are
3: awesome as the smalls, and you're just awesome people. Yeah. Thanks.
0: That's what we like to hear. Yeah. Thanks, Michelle. Yeah. Let's cut it there. It's true. <laughs> before they can right. say something Nate's else. got to get
1: out of here, so we'll call it for the day. Thank you for listening today. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on. And thank sure. you guys. Merry Christmas. very much. You. Merry yeah. Christmas. Oh, man. Yeah. This Weird.
0: Yeah. Crazy. That We're in a this bit of this year with. Yeah. But lots of changes. And, uh, Looking
1: for 24-24 and get a hold of GovIRG. 20-24. 20, yeah. 24-24. I've been hey.
0: watching too many sci-fi. Thank you. Okay. That would <laughs> be a,
2: a long play over there. I know.
0: Thanks, guys, for coming out, right. and until next time. Thank I'll you, guys.
2: Think. Signing off. Thanks for listening.
3: You've reached the end of another episode of the Smalls Cast Podcast. Connect with us at thesmalls.org. Don't forget to sign up to our newsletter to receive our free materials. See you at the next episode. See you
1: at the next episode.